Greetings and welcome back to another episode of Mostly Not Working, a podcast where we discuss creativity and important concepts from first principles. Creativity can come in many formats. When you hear the word creativity, do you think about a brilliant, famous inventor? Or do you think about something coming from the arts? Although the arts is important, and I do consider myself an artist, you can learn a lot from the fields of technology, design, and engineering, which is my primary background. I believe all people are creative. Do you believe you are creative? If not, you're not alone in feeling that way, but I think that you might be missing out on your potential. Maybe you haven't encountered the right kind of instruction or guidance that speaks to your personality, way of thinking, or past experiences. Since every person is different, what you hear may or may not resonate with you. Don't give up. I encourage you to keep trying. There's so much out there that you can learn from. Wherever you are coming from, if you can get even one actionable item from listening, then I've done my job. Today, we'll be talking about asking and accepting questions graciously. Questions are a useful tool, whether in conversation when you want to learn about someone or to dive into a new topic. At the same time, questions can also pose a threat, especially if we are the ones on the answering end. Did I do something wrong? What if I don't know the answer? Having spent a lot of time in the classroom, I see how students visibly get nervous when I ask them a question. I can imagine myself, in their shoes, dreading the moment of having to answer the teacher's question. What I realized over the years is that we need to rethink how we think about questions. What is the intention behind a question? Pause and list out what are types of situations or scenarios, what might be the motivation for asking a question. And bonus points if you limit your responses so that they only begin with the letter C. Well, hopefully you have come up with a list, whether or not they begin with the letter C. And here are some thoughts that I have thought about over the years. As I mentioned earlier, questions might have a negative connotation to them when you encounter them, especially if you're on the receiving end. So my hope is that we can all learn how to embrace them. Somebody might be curious in asking a question. Maybe they want to know something more. Someone might want to clarify. Maybe they were in a state of confusion. Something wasn't clear, or maybe they just couldn't hear or actually understand the words. Perhaps somebody wants to confirm. They think that they understand what was said, but they're asking a question to make sure that they have the proper understanding. In other words, are they correct? And then lastly, a question may be asked because you're actually trying to challenge something, whether it's disagreeing or wanting you to take another perspective. And I think that we often default to the challenging point of view uh, when often that's not the case. And it takes work. It takes effort to have a back and forth with whoever you're talking to to understand their intention. As we think about questions and trying to ask more effective questions, questions, we might need to prepare the other person for what we are about to ask. And that preparing is sometimes known as hedging or qualifying or adding a condition to. And so uh, I'm going to pull up the Merriam-Webster definition of hedging, because depending on your background, uh, you might have different understandings of what hedging means. So I will read the three definitions. Hedge 
to enclose or protect with, or as if with a dense row of shrubs or low trees, to enclose or protect with, or as if with a hedge. Number two, to confine so as to prevent freedom or movement or action, to obstruct with or as if with a barrier, hinder. Number three, to protect oneself from losing or failing by a counterbalancing action. I think that all three of those definitions can help us understand why sometimes we might want to hedge. And so uh, let's look back at the C's that I talked about to be curious, to clarify, or to confirm. I would say that all those serve to establish more context. And the other C that maybe we sometimes jump to is that the person is trying to challenge us. And so when we ask a question, maybe you need to hedge it. Maybe you need to prepare the question and say, oh, well, just to be clear or just curious. Perhaps many of you use these phrases naturally when talking to people. And when we think about hedging, here are other examples. Uh, you can say, as far as I know, or in general, in theory. Maybe you say unless and set some sort of condition. Now, sometimes hedging can be unnecessary. So, um, you know, to say, well, as long as I'm alive, I'm going to help you out with your project. I mean, perhaps there is a situation, and I mean, in all seriousness, maybe somebody has some sort of terminal illness, then that would make sense too. But in a normal, everyday conversation, there are so many things that you could say to qualify and to hedge, but maybe it doesn't make sense in the conversation. And so sometimes you want to add this preparation, the hedging, and other times not. And of course, depending on the situation and the, the other person, it's hard to establish uh, fixed rules for how to go about preparing for the question. And so as we think about being curious, to clarify, to confirm, seeking context, let's do our part as a receiver of conversation or even feedback. Feedback is actually another um, motivation for this exploration of questions. When uh, a student is presenting their work, then we are asking questions, not because we think the work is poor quality, although we might be asking questions to um, make sure that the work does have depth, but it's because we are curious or we're confirming. And I think a lot of times, uh, at least if I were in the student's view, automatically I feel like, oh, someone's asking a question, I must have done something wrong. So what can we do when we are receiving questions or feedback, or I guess feedback in form of a question? Uh, don't take it personally. Um, one thing that I've learned is that everything can be interpreted as a praise or insult. So um, let's assume good intentions. And you want to imagine that you are collaborating with the other person uh, for them to understand what you've been working on and for them to provide good insight and feedback. Now, sometimes hedging is important. Other times we do want to make a strong statement uh, when we are presenting our work or asking a question. And nobody ever knows anything with 100% certainty. And we know that we could always be wrong, but sometimes it is good to make a statement. And we see in writing, especially opinion pieces, if the writer just spent half of the time hedging and qualifying things, well, you'll get a lot of noise instead of signal. Um, there's something that uh, I have, I don't know if I came up with this or somebody else said it, but anyways, it's imagine that you are with a group of friends, you're not sure where to go out to eat, and everybody's like, I'm fine with whatever, and so just throw out some basic option. Uh, the McDonald's theory, I refer to it as. Not that there's anything wrong with McDonald's, but just to say, have something to respond to. Um, 
And so, again, as we finish up this conversation, sometimes we do need to hedge. Uh, if it's with unfamiliar people who don't know you and your background, or maybe with a formal situation, other times you don't need to do that. So that is it for our exploration in questions. Uh, in summary, we have looked at how questions are used, both the hidden assumptions that might make you feel nervous, but also the ways that we can use questions to develop context and deeper understanding. Instead of assuming that the question is posed to challenge you, which challenging has its purposes, perhaps the question is asking for context, that is to clarify or confirm, or asked from a posture of curiosity. And one additional thought, because curiosity is something that I like to think about, what does it mean to be curious? If you're not sure how to be curious, you can always ask or respond to the question, what do you notice? What do you wonder? I appreciate that you've taken the time today to listen. Hopefully you found something interesting, something that will make you notice and wonder about the world around you, and something that will be actionable. Share that insight with someone else, and while you're at it, share the episode too. Be sure to rate, like, star, subscribe, leave a review, whatever it is on your podcast app to help feed Al Gore's rhythms so that more people will stumble upon this, but hopefully not trip over it. Until next time, if things are mostly not working, take a step back, phone a friend, draw a picture, learn from what worked well and what didn't work well, and look ahead to the next chance to try again. And fade out.